Hello, everyone. Welcome to Intrigue, the podcast where we talk to people from different industries. Today, we're joined by Aparna Velpuri Venkata. Aparna, welcome to the show. Thank you. How Thank are you, you doing? For the, I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. So I want to I want to talk about your career, but before that, let's start with your childhood. So where did you grow up? How was your childhood? Um, I grew up in India, um, like uh, Sri Harikota. Uh, that's where my uh, dad used to work for uh, Hisro. So uh, all my childhood was in that. And I studied in the same school, like it is uh, called Space Central School. Um, so it is part of that uh, organization as well. So all my studies, like uh, till uh, 10th, I was studying there. Oh, from kindergarten until 10th grade? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you had the same friends all throughout. Is um, that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Throughout, throughout uh, like, till it was like till 12 years. So all 12 years I had, I mean, though I was going to like, uh, just like here, how we have like elementary school, middle school, high school. So there also we have like, uh, for just for kindergarten, we have one school. And then till fifth, we have another school, which is called elementary school. And then we have, we don't have anything like middle school, but directly we have high school. So which, which is like from sixth to 10th. So I was going to the different schools, but along with me, everybody used to come. So all my set of friends, they used to just transfer along with me. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> so you didn't have to like make new friends or anything like that, unless someone transfers in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what, what subjects did you like to learn and what were you like as a kid? Um, my favorite subjects were... Um, uh, Actually, science. I used to be like uh, so interested always in science uh, and uh, math. These were my two favorite subjects. Uh, and then uh, the next comes like uh, Hindi. So that's our national language. So I used to like that language as well. Mm, okay. Uh, and and, uh, and most tough subject for me when uh, throughout my school was social studies. It was ah. it was so hard for me to remember the dates and uh, the person's names and the places and especially history I'm talking about. Geography was fine. Geography, I used to still enjoy it. But um, the history part was a bit hard. I mean, though now I enjoy it, like uh, looking at the history and looking at the wars and kings and all that, I enjoy now. But when I was a kid, I, I was always uh, like uh, not so much in, interested in that. Like I used to just... Oh, just for the sake of exams, I used to study and then attend the exams. Mm, so the memorization <laughs> part was not your forte at all. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit hard, I would say. I mean, now I enjoy, but that time it was a bit hard for me. So I guess you didn't like biology as much, right? Because no. it's a lot of memorization. No, biology was very hard for me. That was like uh, hardest subject, another hardest subject. Mm. I see. How about art? Did you like music, art, all that stuff? Uh, yeah, music. I have actually uh, learned music, like uh, Indian music, uh, for um, just for a couple of years. I've learned. And then um, I didn't get much time to um, like do multiple activities, like because I was busy with the studies. 
so i couldn't uh, continue that one <clears throat> uh, though i regret now <laughs> mm. i should have done that <laughs> that time i i was like uh, i i didn't realize the importance of that so i just thought uh, i'm just wasting my time so i just left it mm, okay wait why do you regret that now <clears throat> because now um, i enjoy music so i am encouraging my son to learn music uh, indian music um so whenever he sings like i also think oh i should have continued i because i love to sing like i i sing actually like um, mm-hmm. uh, though i'm not a great singer but still i do singing like in just inside my house though not outside <laughs> okay. only only my family members will bear my singing i mean i am not that bad though but still yeah but oh, i i, I get, know <laughs> i i i get scared you know if i have to sing in front of anybody but um with my family i am totally fine and they also don't say anything they don't, they don't make fun of me first thing so i just sing in front of them oh that's awesome <laughs> we should hear you sing sometime only indian songs cool um that that's awesome and then as a kid like were you very studious did you try to get good grades did you like learning yeah i was very studious i was always uh i always used to think i have to be like first in the class for in everything so oh. yeah i mean i don't know like i feel stupid now <laughs> if i think of all that but that time i i used to be like that only like all the time like whatever they conduct like we used to have like um these um, uh debates and all that kind of stuff like in in the within the uh in the school like we have like different different classes so with the, all the classes we used to have those kind of things and then i used to always think oh i should win that i should win that. I mean, though i win it or not i keep thinking that <laughs> ah so were you like naturally competitive yeah naturally competitive oh, until now or uh, now i think i'm i'm fine i'm not like that anymore but i mm. used to be like till my schooling i was always like that Uh, Whether okay. I mean winning, losing is a different thing, but still I used to compete. Mm, okay. Yeah, so I used to. Uh, I, I used to take take it like very seriously. Anything I participate, I take. I used to take it very seriously. Uh, nothing was light for me, so I was uh, like that. Oh wow! <laughs> Irrespective of the uh, result, I used to be like very seriously participating in all the things. what what happened when you <laughs> lost like did you take that personally or i used to take it personally as well i mm. used to yeah i used to feel bad uh, i mean it I, i it's not like i used to sit and cry for um, a couple of days or anything like that but i used to feel bad for some time and after that i used to just um, uh, tell myself okay that's fine next time we will do good uh, we will do better so i used to just tell myself and then even my parents used to encourage me in like that if i lose in anything uh, then i used to be like fine that's okay next time better luck <laughs> and nice. then i used to just move on yeah nice that's awesome and then high school like what were you thinking with regards to college and did your parents push you into <clears throat> any profession or any major no my mom like uh, she always uh, wanted me to become like a doctor so she was uh, encouraging me to take uh, biology uh, all that like very seriously so i can pursue my medicine but um 
I, as I said, like I used to uh, think like biology is so tough and it was very hard for me to remember those uh, uh, scientific names, especially. Um, I mean, just for the exams, I used to somehow <laughs> memorize all that and then go and write in the exam. But uh, just going through the same thing uh, throughout my career, I couldn't imagine myself there. And I, And as I said, like I used to enjoy more math. Math, I am really good at it. Uh, so I used to enjoy that. So then I told, no, I cannot uh, do uh, science. So I'll just go with uh, math. Then they were like, that's fine. I mean, they used to just tell me. They never pressurized me really. So it was fine. Mm. And then you specialized <laughs> in math and science in high school, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Um, uh, that We used to call that as like 11th and 12th. Uh, it was not re- like a high school thing, but yeah, 11th and 12th I have done in math and science. That was my specialization. So physics, chemistry, math. Uh, physics, chemistry, math, yeah. Mm, no biology. No biology. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then uh, your college choice and major, like how was, what was your thought process? Um, that was like a interesting story. Um, so after my 12th, uh, we, we had like an entrance exam. So I have written that entrance exam and then um, I got some good rank, <clears throat> some decent rank. Um, oh, they rank you? Yeah, they rank. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they rank. Like in India, it's always ranks. So uh, they, they have, I got some rank and then it was like a good, decent rank. And then everyone said like I can get into a very uh, good college and I can get very uh, good um, uh, like the ma- field measures uh, with which I can do um, and um, so I went we had something like co- something called counseling so that is where we have to go and then we have to choose what college we want uh, I mean we can be prepared but still like it can change sometimes and sometimes it doesn't change but we can be prepared and uh, we have to go there and uh, we can uh, whatever is available by I mean by the time it's your turn whatever is available we have to choose in that so it was like that so for me I had um, like uh, computer science um, information technology electronics and all these kind of uh, uh, branches which I can choose and uh, uh, but it was not in the college which I wanted so uh, I had like some particular colleges in my mind. Uh, I mean, when I was uh, doing my 11th and 12th, I, I mean, I think somebody told or it was just registered in my mind somehow. So I wanted to get into only those colleges. So whatever those colleges had, uh, I was like, that's okay. It doesn't matter what uh, branch or field I'm taking, but college is very important. That's how I used to think. So uh, in that college, um, I had I have got uh, chemical engineering then. So I thought that's okay. It uh, doesn't matter what it is. I just want that college. So I just uh, took that one. So that's how it was. So oh. I was not really prepared to take chemical engineering. Uh, it it just happened. Mm, looking back, like, do you regret it, or like, what do you think about that process? I don't regret it because um, I still enjoyed my engineering. Um, but I mean, uh, that after my counseling, after I have taken that uh, that college seat, 
when I went back to my hometown, then uh, everyone said, why did you do that? <laughs> you got such a good rank and why did you choose uh, chemical engineering? You should have taken some computer science because computer science was like so uh, popular at that time. Uh, so everyone said like you should have taken computer science then I said no in that college I didn't get computer science so I took this one then they said if not in that college some other there are so many other good colleges you should have just taken it I said that's okay I'm fine with this (laughs) so So how was college like did you like chemical engineering yeah um, I mean uh, in the first year it was um, like uh, everybody used to study the same subjects like it doesn't matter what uh, engineering you have taken uh, we all have to study the same thing so that was fine and then from second year onwards like we have to actually uh, uh, we will actually get the subjects of chemical engineering so uh, first like initially it was fine like I was enjoying it but because it was more like into physics and chemistry which I and math these are these were the main three subjects there so I was uh, I was totally fine and I was enjoying them but later on, it became tougher and tougher. <laughs> so it was too much into, uh, like, I mean, science only, but it was, like, too much. But still, like, um, I used to do so much of hard work to understand, to uh, get good marks and all that. Uh, yeah, I mean, first, first two years, I was really good. Like, I got very good scores and all. And third year, it went little down. Um, maybe I got too much of distraction. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so I, maybe I, I didn't pay much attention to studies or maybe it was very hard that time. So I'm not, or maybe it's a, like combination of all. Mm-hmm. I think it's combination of all. So the scores went down and then in final year, I realized, oh my God, that is not how it should be. So I was back into my track. Mm, but you were living away from home, right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, living, like we say it is a hostel. Um, so I used to live there. Like there were like so many other other uh, kids like me. Uh, so uh, for all girls, we used to have one hostel. But on boys, there, should, there used to be a different hostel. So all girls used to live in that hostel. I mean, mm-hmm. whoever is like away um, from their hometowns used to live there. We used to have fun there. Like the hostel was good and uh, the food was good. So it was fine. Mm, were the classes competitive? Like were you still competitive in yeah, college? Till, yeah, till engineering I was competitive only. I was still, I, I, I mean, as I said, like the first two years I was very studious and competitive and I just focused on my studies. Third year I think it was, it, it went a bit down. Maybe I was not very competitive and the subjects also became tough. Um, so I, I, that's why I couldn't go score much, but in final year, I think, uh, I focused more on studies again. So I was fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at the end of college, what were you thinking with regards to like your plans after that? Did you consider a career in chemical engineering? Um, yeah, after my, uh, final year of engineering, I was thinking like, yeah, I can, um, uh, do masters in uh, chemical engineering. So uh, again, for masters, if we want to uh, get in some good college, we should write some entrance examination for that. And um, uh, so I was preparing for that one. Like after my engineering, I started preparing. I mean, actually, in my final year of engineering itself, I started preparing for that. Um, And um, uh, so 
yeah i i have written exam like after my engineering i have written actually first time i have written like in the final year itself i have written the exam but i didn't get good score like whatever i wanted uh, it was uh, not like a so great score which i can uh, just use it to get into some good college so i thought maybe i can write again so i have written after my engineering i wrote again so that time i got good scores but by the time i was writing my exam i got married so immediately after my engineering so oh, wow. yeah uh, so but still like my husband said you can still uh, if you want to do the exam and if you want to do your masters uh, you can uh, i mean he was appreciating that like he uh, was uh, encouraging me to do my masters and also i i still wrote my exam like after my marriage and uh, that time i got good scores um uh, but then like i i was getting in some good college which i wanted but that is and my husband used to live in bangalore uh, in india like southern part of india uh, and uh, whatever the college i have got was in northern part of india so mm-hmm. i uh, and in my family they said like it's not good to go alone such a far distance so they said like if you can get something in the same place like where my husband also lives um it will be great like there's something they were saying so i have went and attended the counseling again for for masters and then um that time luckily like uh, there was some college which they offered um masters in uh, information technology um for uh, for any background like doesn't matter if it is chemical or anything but they can just take information technology and they can just do it so that college just offered like that so maybe he just for me <laughs> so i thought okay that's a good news for me so i just took uh, that one so it was like on the spot in just 5 minutes you have to decide your career. your future yeah oh my god um then how did you feel when yeah, you yeah my dad was yeah. with me we both went uh, like me and my dad uh, my husband was writing some exams that time Okay. <laughs> so he couldn't come with me so i took my dad uh, and uh, he was there um, and then i was like think i was just discussing with him what shall i do what shall i do? he was like it's okay you do whatever you want <laughs> and then i said it's okay i'll just take this one then i just took it because i had to decide like very quickly because there were other people who are waiting for that if i say no they will take it it was uh. like that so i said okay i will just take it so i just took it and then i came and but that that was a very good decision everyone appreciated that decision uh, and they said yeah finally you did a good job and then i attended the college after that mm, how was your masters like studying it did you struggle in the beginning no actually I, luckily i don't know like uh, somehow it was fine for me like i was doing good in my masters actually i did pretty good compared to my bachelor's engineering um in uh, masters um like i i was getting very good scores and all that and um, and another thing is in that college like only the first year we we i i really had to go to the college and that too it was like um just few days it was not like a from morning till evening just attending it's it was not like a school so whenever there is a class we have to just go attend and then we can go back and then you can study on your own so it was more like studying on your own rather than sitting and listening to some lectures um and then um also we have uh, some conferences where we can attend and then we can publish some papers 
so it was something like that so it was it was pretty good and interesting so and also um um my husband is also into the uh, computer field so he know he also knows and my dad is also in the same field so he also knows so they both also helped me like initially like uh, if i had any questions or anything because initially i was not really understanding what they used to tell and what i have read, uh, what i used to read from the books i i mean i had some questions and all that so uh, and that time the computers were also like not i mean not the computer computers were there but internet was not like uh, readily available and all that so um i uh, they, they both helped me like initially they both helped and then i just studied on my own because i picked it up after that so i just studied on my own and uh, uh, in the first year end uh, we uh, i mean some um, uh, i mean some companies they have just come to recruit for internships um, so i got internship like i i did my internship in uh, motorola uh, motorola i know if you heard of it yeah uh, the phone right yeah 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 so uh, i got selected there like uh, it was just like uh, how we uh, give interviews and all that so it was exactly the same thing uh, so uh, in but in the college itself so they just uh, take give the i mean we have to just write the exam in the college it's like a test they will give and then they used to do some interviews and all that and if we get selected we can just go and uh, do internship there uh, so i got into that one so uh the second year was like more like i was just going to office it was like that because monday to friday i used to just go to motorola office and then i used to work um i was working like a developer on the uh on uh, i did some project like um uh, i think it is called uh, otasu it's like over the air software update uh that was my first project i i cannot i can never forget that <laughs> uh, oh yeah can you tell us more about that like what what did you like what part did you um, so, contribute to yeah uh the part which i have uh, more contributed was uh actually it is uh like we get some uh, compressed files um i mean that is the software actually uh so what what is the part which i worked on is like i have to um uncompress all the files uh so the zip file whatever we get right so we i had to write some program in order to decompress all the files mm, okay yeah uh so that, that that was my project that was my first project and then uh and then i ha- i have done another project also um i mean that decompression of the files i, I and then i had to uh, send it like um Uh, I, and then i had to send it like whatever the phones are available so i had to just uh, over the air it it had to go and then it had to update the software uh, so it was like a program for all that mm-hmm. so uh, yeah so so i mean i don't remember like so much on that but something like that mm-hmm. uh, that okay. was my that was my first project and then i have done another project is like um in the phone uh, now we have like select all option right like there are like so many check boxes like say if you want to select uh, so many uh, pictures on your computer sorry not a computer on your phone 
and then if you want to share all the pictures at a time or if you want to delete or whatever it is if you want to do some multi operation like that so we should uh, we should have some checkbox right like select all where it will get selected so i have written some program on that one so just uh, adding one checkbox and then making sure it selects everything and then when it selects it has to do like the different kinds of operations like uh, share or uh, delete or uh, i don't know what else yeah something like that so the <laughs> i mean not like so great projects but still it was great for me that time yeah it was a good starting point for you yeah. like this was your first industry that, experience right yeah 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 Awesome. And my mentor used to be like uh, so patient with me like I had uh, so many questions like every single minute. What is this? What is that? How is this working? How is this not working? Like that so I mean literally he used to be like uh, I mean if if it is somebody else maybe they would have just ran away from me. <laughs> But <laughs> he was like so patient and uh, he was uh, uh, helping me and uh, he was mentoring me in the right way. So it was a good uh, industry experience for me. It was mm-hmm. for one year. Uh, I did it for one year. Like uh, it started from July and it ended in no. It I it started from August and it ended in July. So it was exactly one year. And oh, then wow. and then my second year just went in that. So what happened? Like from Monday to Friday, I used to go there, and then Saturday, Sunday, we used to go and attend in the college for classes. Mm. So it was a busy and tight very tight schedule oh yeah i can imagine yeah and then at the end of your masters like what were you thinking with regards to your career uh, uh same thing happened like in the uh, i mean actually in the uh, middle of second year itself like when i was in motorola uh, working as an intern that time itself like we have got um, another um, another companies like where they wanted to take for full time so i attended uh, those uh, uh, i mean uh, exams and all that and then i cleared like so far there i have got into i get i get company um, i think it's an indian company mm-hmm. so but it's a multinational company only it's an mnc uh so i've got into that one and then after my uh, masters i joined there actually oh, okay. i wanted to continue in motorola because i liked it so much <laughs> and that was my first first industry experience right so i liked it and then uh, they also uh, said like um, again after my internship i have to again uh, undergo the interview process so if i clear the interview they said they can take me but uh, i didn't clear the interview so uh. uh they said uh, no i cannot take it so that's fine and then anyways i had a backup option i got into another company so i said it's okay if you if you are not taking me i'll go there <laughs> and i just went there so i uh, it was like immediately i after my engineering and uh, not engineering after my masters i just joined there awesome so you joined as a software engineer or yeah. was it a qa no um they uh, i they have given me training uh, actually no uh, i didn't join immediately because um, that time it was a recession time uh, mm-hmm. 2008 it was a recession time so uh, i mean the though i've got an offer and all that but the start the joining date was not given to me yet so the joining date um, 
yeah i think um, the joining date i have got only after one year not before okay. that yeah i had to just wait for one year so uh, in that one year i thought instead of just waiting um i have joined in some other company that was a very small company uh it was uh, just close to my house so i just went and i joined there uh as a test engineer so mm-hmm. it was a testing thing uh, i mean that time there were only they said there are only testing openings if you want to just come and join you can join i said that's okay uh, because anyways i'm just sitting idle at home so i thought i'll do something mm-hmm. so i just said okay and i just joined as a test engineer there i did it for 5 months and then i've got the joining date from my actual company so i resigned here and then i joined there in that i get okay. company oh, yeah. how was your experience as a test engineer what did you do what did you learn um it was a good experience like uh, it was a very small company but still like the work and all was was good um and um, i was doing the automation um uh, like uh, there were the, i used to use uh, ruby uh, for the automation scripts so mm-hmm. it was a good experience like though i did it very less time 5 uh, mm-hmm. months but still it was a good exposure and uh, the people were very good they were so nice and um, when i left the company they gave me like a watch uh, yeah <laughs> it was so uh, emotional <laughs> yeah it was nice i mean see like you just uh, worked there for 5 months but still like they treated you like a family member is is great right so yeah yeah 5 months is a short time very so. short time yeah very short time but still like it they were uh, very nice people uh, and uh, i mean it was like hard for me to again uh, resign and then go there and join but still like i mean here it's like um, I I just thought okay I've got there and uh, I I get I'll get more salary there and so I was just thinking like that and then I just went and I joined uh, there but um there it was in uh, another state it was not in the same place where where I used to live okay. uh, so I had to go and uh, stay there like I think I've stayed there for 6 months um and uh, that was my training period So I have got training in in .NET. Um, This is uh, iGate, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I've got training in iGate uh, on .NET, and after my training period, again I had to write one exam, and uh, I had to clear that exam. Only then they will allocate me a project. Otherwise, I will be doing the training again and again. So mm-hmm. uh, that was the process there. or maybe i have to just uh, they'll not even uh, give me any job i have to maybe just go home so something like that i don't remember exactly uh, but after the training that uh, clearing the exam was very important that much i know so uh, luckily i cleared the exam and uh, i got into um, some project in another city uh, and um, that was uh, that was actually a very good project because Uh, my engineering was in chemical engineering right so it right. was uh, it was in uh, it was something related to dotnet but the domain was all in chemical engineering so i i could actually use my engineering knowledge and uh, do maybe something good there but uh, unfortunately because it's in a different city um, my family member said no it is not good already you are away for 6 months so it is not good to be away for more than that 
so try something in the same place where uh, my husband also lives uh, then uh, i was searching and then finally i got into sony uh, and uh, and but in sony it was a testing position again so they said we only have testing positions if you are fine with it then we can take you they said so when i cleared the interview then uh, i i got into sony so oh, i started <laughs> i started i started my qa again in sony i did mm-hmm. i did it for i think i worked there for 3 and a half years and then uh, i thought okay it's too much i will change my job now <laughs> and uh, i again gave interviews and then i finally got into samsung mm, let's talk about sony like what did you do what projects were you testing at the time uh in sony uh, what i was uh, testing was uh, the playstation oh i am not did into you play? no i am not into a playstation person actually even now i don't play but still i was testing that <laughs> so can you talk about that like how do you yeah. test a game no actually I, i don't i don't test the games what i have done was um, i mean i i it was not like a end user testing uh, there where you can just play a game and then uh, yeah, say it is whether good or bad it was not like that uh, ours was more into the api testing okay yeah white box testing it was not black box so i had they have bunch of apis like just like how we have apis here so uh, we used to just uh, get the apis and we had to just test the apis um mm-hmm. like uh, but uh, we ha- we didn't have any tool that time so all we had to do is uh, just write code in visual studio and then um, with um, all the inputs and all that with uh, different different uh, apis so and then we have to make sure nothing is breaking mm i see and yeah. then can you talk about the testing process from like the beginning to end um the testing process is like uh, first we uh, along with the developers we also get involved into the requirements like uh, to understand the requirements and uh, after that like uh, just like how we do design here uh, for qa design doesn't matter so we don't have to get involved there but we have to understand the requirements and uh, here the design is like uh, how you develop the code right but there we have to also design the test cases in for qa mm-hmm. okay. so we we have to write uh, we have to uh, yeah design all the test cases like the all the use cases uh, and uh, what's the what should be the expectation uh, of the uh, test cases and all that so it's like designing the test cases that's what they we used to say um and um and then like once the developers develop the code um by then we should also be ready with all our test cases and expected results and all that and uh, when we get the builds like whenever the, the code is ready for testing then we have to uh, run those test cases and then see whatever the expected result we get it is matching what happens if they don't match if they don't match then first we should understand like whether our expectation whatever we have written is correct or not maybe we have written something which is not even expected so for that we have to uh, talk to uh, the um, uh, like uh, the product owners 
like a zach here right so we mm-hmm. so we have to talk and then we have to um, make sure whatever the expectations are uh, whatever we have written the expected is really the valid ones mm, okay. if they are valid if they are valid and if it is not uh, if we are not able to get whatever the expected results are then we have to create uh, bugs like we have to create uh, some tickets so that like the developers can be assigned and then they will work on that mm, and then we okay. have to redo the process again like once the issues are fixed we have to again test it and then make sure we are still getting the expected results and along cool. with that we should also do the smoke test and uh, to just to make sure nothing else is broken because of this change oh can you explain what smoke test is for the audience smoke test is like um uh, uh just the high level uh, to make sure um, a product is working at high level we don't have to go in depth it's just at the high level nothing is breaking like say if it is some login we have to ju- we have to still be able to log in with some at least the correct username and password so it doesn't have to be we don't have to really test uh, all the negative uh, tests and all that but at least the positive test cases like whatever we have that has to be passed mm-hmm. And then what what types of testing are there because you told me there's automated there's manual testing right Yeah so yeah automation is like um, uh, just uh, how uh, the things can be automated uh, so that like we don't have to intervene every single time and then uh, it that can be just run uh, nightly or something like that and then we have to just look at the results and make sure yeah everything is green so we are good so we don't have to worry about it but manual is not like that right so we have to every time uh, whenever there is any uh, new feature added or any whenever there is any new build it depends on the uh, service or uh, the, if it is like some mobile application then we will get different builds but if it is something like web service then we just get a new feature or uh, some service added uh, so we have to just uh, t- test that uh, manually because it's a new one right so we have to keep doing that manually um, every single time so it's better we do automate so that like we don't have to worry at least the existing features mm, okay and then <clears throat> sorry you you said you moved from sony to samsung like why did you move um sony i worked like for uh, three and a half years mm-hmm. uh, and then um i i just thought like if i switch to another company better salary what else <laughs> yeah and how was your experience in samsung you became a lead um, qa engineer right uh yeah in uh, samsung like when i joined itself like i joined as a lead uh, but there it was it was called as lead engineer that was my okay. title i was given when i joined samsung and then um uh, i think i joined in uh, the month of june or july something like that uh, and then the next um, uh, period like the evaluation period uh, i mean that was pretty quick uh, but still like maybe i did so good and uh, uh, i that time i got promoted uh, i didn't expect actually i didn't expect really uh, so i, I then uh, i uh, i became technical lead and then uh, there were some reportees for me and uh, i was able to manage them uh, it was all in the testing though though the names are like uh, technical lead it was not like a development it was it was in the in qa technical lead 
Oh, how was your first management experience? Because this was your first leadership experience, correct? Yeah, yeah, that was my first leadership experience, and um, uh, actually, it was. Uh, I, I didn't even feel that I was like a lead there because I mean, uh, I also used to work along with them, and then I used to also help them, like when they, when they are uh, you know, stuck with something or when they are not able to understand anything or when they are um, uh, stuck in understanding the requirements. So something like that uh, and uh, also help them in uh, designing the test cases like because we should be able to thoroughly design the test cases so that like we will not miss anything right otherwise if we uh, just do like the positive cases and we just skip every, all the negative then we will be like into trouble when it goes into production so mm-hmm. we used to we have to be thorough with uh, our testing so that like when it goes to production we will be like more confident um, yeah and um, also, like if there are any uh, customer uh, uh, issues or anything, it used to come directly to the to me, like a QA oh. technical lead. It doesn't go to anybody else. It used to come to me, and then I have to. I mean, I'm like the I was the un, uh, the ans, answerable thing. Like I should be able to answer like why we skipped it. It was like a big thing there. Oh wait, how did you deal with that? Uh, I mean, uh, I think I had to uh, deal with it like once or twice in my two years of Samsung experience. Um, I mean, one time it was it was like uh, the requirement itself was uh, messed up, so mm-hmm. it was nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the second time was like we missed it; it was our fault. Mm-hmm. So we I I, uh, we had to just apologize everybody. What else we can do? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, and I figured like you you couldn't or you shouldn't blame your teammates, correct? No, we can. I mean, uh, even if the problem is with them, because you're yeah. a technical lead, like uh, when they say okay, it's your responsibility also to make sure that it is still it is really okay, right? So. Mm. Um, uh, so, like, we cannot blame them. Yeah. So, I guess, what what's the correct way to handle something like that? Uh, I mean, if everybody uh, takes that responsibility, right? So, uh, they under- if they understand, like, what their responsibility is, and if there is, so if there is any positive thing or if any, there is some happy thing, uh, we take it. I mean, we can. Everybody can take it. So there is no problem with that. But the problem comes like only if there is a problem, right? So, like if there is any uh, bug or anything, then that is when like it's hard to take it. But we should be uh, ready to take it so that like um, we can learn from it, mm-hmm. and then we can, we shouldn't re- keep repeating it. I mean, if only if we are repeating our mistakes, that is a problem. If we learn from it and then if we are uh, overcoming, then I think it should be okay. I mean, everybody learns, right? It's not like we are born with everything. So we will be learning from our... I mean, some people can learn uh, just like from others' mistakes, but some people learn from their own mistakes. So as far as you are learning and moving on, then you you should be fine. There is no problem with that. Mm, Okay. Did you have any mentors as a leader? Like who did you look up to? At the time, um, I was always looking up uh, like whomever I report to. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was always like that. Like 
uh, from motorola it was like that as i said like in motorola i used to look up to my mentor who was mentoring me and then in sam uh, sorry in sony in igate actually it was just an internship so uh, it was uh, not internship sorry it was just a training so it was mm-hmm. like a school kind of so somebody will come and teach and then we have to note down all the uh, take down all the notes and then um, we have to sit and study in our room that's it so it was more like a school kind of so there was nothing really no implementation mm-hmm. um the, so the implementation started in uh, sony and uh, it was and uh, there also i was looking up to my manager like whomever i i was reporting to so you've had good mentors yeah, all along yeah yeah it was good like i never had any uh, trouble or problems with my mentors so far uh, touchwood uh, oh that's good yeah it was a good experience with everybody cool and then in samsung what what were you working on what were you testing at the time uh, in samsung i was actually uh, testing the uh, my sd cards and uh, hard disk uh so there there are like uh, two different things right like hard disk and uh, ssds so uh, we were uh, that time the ssds started and then i think uh, for samsung it was new so we were like testing the ssds and uh, the performance of the ssds the reads and writes the operations so all those kind of things so that that was uh, two different projects which i worked on so that was one project and uh, i mean two different parallel projects it was not like one after the other um mm-hmm. so the other project was uh, the this one the sd card so same thing with sd card also like uh, the storage capacity and the reads and writes and how fast the reads and writes are happening so uh, there were like lot of protocols i don't remember now something like sata protocol nvme protocol we oh, wow. have we had to read so much like i mean uh, first initial days i was just reading and understanding the protocol that itself took some time for me uh, and then i was uh, uh, st- i started actually the uh, work mm. and then oh i have a question about like feedback because you said you you learn how to handle feedback but then as a leader you also have to give feedback to your team members like how did you approach that um i always uh, i mean usually uh, it's my personality i don't usually tell anything bad um uh, that's my personality i would say i mean i cannot tell anything bad on their faces uh, i don't know if it is a great thing or a bad thing on me but uh, that's that's how i am like i i will not be able to tell i feel so uncomfortable telling like that i always give good feedback whether i mean uh, luckily uh, they were all really good it was uh, okay. it was not bad um so sometimes like even if i felt something bad like it just happened like and it was a very small thing i i don't even have to really tell about it um but still that was that also i never mentioned i was like fine because mm, it wasn't a big deal it was right? a, it wasn't a big deal and even if it is a big deal i don't think i'll be able to say it <laughs> oh okay. Yeah cuz I notice you're very like you're quick to notice when I'm doing well. Like you always notice when I'm doing well. Like hey Raisa, you're doing a good job. Keep doing it. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then okay, Samsung and then you moved to America. Mhm. 2014. Yeah. Like yeah. why did you move? 
um at that time uh, for better opportunities and uh, uh, some craziness about coming to america <laughs> <laughs> oh so were you planning to move to the us like no. all along no no oh no. tell me about it no actually we never had any plans and even my husband also uh, i mean i never because he was always uh, he had lot of friends and family and everybody were there even now they are there only so we hardly have anyone here um so he was fine there and even i was like fine there i didn't even uh, think of or I didn't even uh, expect that i will be coming here one day like in the night i think all of us said and my husband sat next to me and then he was like shall we go to america and then i said okay it's for a vacation maybe <laughs> and then he was like no to live there i was like what <laughs> from where did we get this offer then he said um i mean um, he said like my friend is asking like his friend is uh, was living here i mean even now he is living here so he is living in uh, i think uh, ohio ohio no not ohio uh, chicago yeah somewhere near chicago he lives there i don't i am not able to recollect the state name now uh, so he was living there and then um, he asked like if we are interested uh, so that like he can uh, help in some somehow then uh, so he was asking me i said uh, uh, okay let's try if it works out it works out uh, because we he, for us it was like a lucky draw so we have to put uh, whoever is interested like our applications there and then they do lucky draw and only if we get selected like i mean if we get picked up we can start the process so okay. it was like that so then uh, i said okay let's try what's there in trying so if it if it get picked up we can go otherwise we can just uh, continue here i said then uh, Uh, so then we started the process and then uh, we were like so lucky i think for both of us we got uh, our applications got picked on the same day i mean oh wow yeah i mean if we tell this to anybody they will not even believe but it really happened for us i don't know like it's god's grace i think so it just happened like for both of us it got picked on the same day and then everybody were shocked because it it's like very rarely it happens i mean for one picking up itself is a big thing for but for us both of us got picked up so uh, we were very lucky i would say and then uh, so after that like uh, we uh, started the process and then we attended the visa interview and uh, there also we could uh, be able to be successful and then we just moved here oh, it wow. was did you have it, kids at the time or? yeah i had my son Oh, okay. Yeah. But when we came here I didn't bring my son because um first we, because we both came here together, right? So first we have to settle down otherwise if we just come all three of us then it's going to be so hard like how we are going to I mean we didn't even know that if we are going to continue here or whether we will be able to live there. Nothing mm-hmm. we knew that time because uh, usually what happens is like one person comes here and then uh they Brings get the family yeah yeah it, that's how usually it is but for us it was like we both came together at the same time and then we were like wondering what to do now <laughs> so yeah uh, that's why like we didn't get our son here uh, so my my son used to live uh, with my uh, with my parents and his parents so they were taking care of him i think for 6 months they were taking care of him 
and um, uh, and then like we actually after we came here in uh, and i think in uh, just 20 days i got job so oh wow yeah that's fast very fast okay. yeah in just 20 days only i just got the job so even with, with same with my husband we both joined also on the same day oh, different couple the job yeah joined the oh. job on the same day yeah wow. he he joined in a different company i joined here in trumbull maps oh in alk it was alk it was time, alk right? that time yeah so i i joined there so 31st uh, 31st march 2014 Mm. Yeah. Nice. That was that was a shining date. That was a festival for us that time. Oh, did Indian? you celebrate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Indian festival. I mean we didn't I think we didn't even rent a house that time. We were just living with some other people. Okay. So what we will celebrate? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so slowly our life started here. So it was like a, a one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. The fir- the first month was bit hard for us, um, uh, but slowly it was fine. Like after we got settled, like slowly we rented a house. and uh, and we didn't have a driving license or a car or anything like that and uh, march was bit cold i mean when mm-hmm. we came, come to india when we come from india uh, india is a hot climate so here it was so cold so we couldn't even uh, take that cold it, yeah. was, it was very we didn't even have proper jackets that time so slowly everything we just built it up oh one step at a time Yeah, one step at a time. Awesome. So ALK, like, what were you doing there? What was your role? I was uh, I was a QA engineer that time, um, and uh, I was actually a consultant because I came oh. through a consultancy. Uh, okay. So I was a consultant. I I was a, a consultant for almost uh, three years, I think. Yeah, three years. I was a consultant for three years. and then um and then uh, that time my manager was uh, nirmala and uh, she said like um, uh, they are not taking the consultants anymore i was the last consultant so they don't want to do any uh, i mean they don't want to take any consultants and uh, they want everybody to be like a permanent employee so she said like i have to either become a permanent employee or i have to quit the job so mm-hmm. that's what she was saying i mean she didn't want me to quit the job but uh, she was uh, she was uh, asking me to become permanent mm-hmm. okay so, so how did that process happen uh, that process just happened like it was not um, i mean i i didn't even get involved so much so she only okay. just took care of it and then and then finally one day she said like um, uh, after i became permanent she said like i i am given the role of a senior qa engineer uh and then uh, i said okay and uh, because my green card process and all that also had to be started right so the so much of discussions happened on that uh, with uh, my hr uh, so slowly yeah, it's, it's not fun but <laughs> yeah yeah awesome so senior qa like did your responsibilities change or was it just the role that changed the name no the responsibility also changed like okay. i mean i was 
uh, I was taking uh, more uh, responsibilities that time and uh, yeah it was a, it was not like very similar to like how the QA engineer would do um, it was a different one and uh, um, and everybody used to uh, encourage me if I if I say if I want to do something they used to all encourage and even if I want to say like change a project so they were like fine with it so that is when I actually changed to no I think I was uh, that time I was still in the PC Miller but I was doing more of automation like the uh, desktop application the PC Miller desktop application I was doing automating I was automating that one so I oh. was not really involved in the a testing cycle uh, only at the end like uh, the throughout the year i was just doing the automation and uh, at the end like whenever pc miller goes out like every year once just in summer it goes out so that time i also used to uh, help out with the testing uh, but uh, not uh, so much uh, like not the entire year can you explain what pc miler is for the audience yeah pc miler is like um, a a planning a trip planning application desktop application so where we can uh, plan uh, plan the trips and then uh, we have all the options like we can choose what our vehicle is and whatever the route options are like the routing profile all that we can choose and then uh, we can plan our trips with all that options and then uh, what we uh, i mean what the actually end users do is like once the trip is planned they used to um, take print out of that uh, plan, the trip uh, like uh, the visual uh, trip like the path and all that along with the, all the uh, steps of directions like uh, take right take, take left take right and all that right? so with all that instructions uh, they use directions not the instructions with all the directions so they used to take the printout and then the drivers used to have that copy and then they used to drive. So that's how it was. Like it, it was like um, many years, like it, because PC Miller started like long time back. Long I don't time, even, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, it was like almost 30 years back, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a very old application. So now with all these uh, new technologies, they also wanted to move to web services and then the PC Miller web services started. Um, so earlier it was just the desktop application and when we used to actually another thing which I was more involved in was the connect uh, PC Miller connect so PC Miller connect was like uh, the APIs like where we have to just test the APIs just like how I was doing in Sony in Sony yeah yeah uh, so was this also automation testing that you were uh, doing no, PC Miller Connect was not uh, automated uh, when I started, uh, but later it got automated. But when I was start when I started, I was just doing like uh, taking one by one uh, API and then uh, writing code in the Visual Studio for that. Uh, mm -hmm. That all that was uh, in C plus plus. Oh okay. Uh, even in wow. Sony, the work was all in C plus plus. Oh okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Cool. So you did QA at ALK for how many years? Um, QA for, uh, I think, uh, more than five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then ALK became Trimble Maps. Yeah, because for four years I was in PC Miller. And, uh -huh. then, and then I 
ஆக்சுவலாக ஐ டென்ட் ஐ டென்ட் ஆஸ்க் ஐ திங்க் ஆர் மேபி ஐ ஆஸ்க் ஐ டோன்ட் நோ நிர்மலா வாஸ் த ஒன் ஹூ செட் லைக் ஐ கேன் பிக் அப் வெப் சர்வீசஸ் பிகாஸ் தட் டைம் வெப் சர்வீசஸ் ஸ்டார்டட் அண்ட் தேர் 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 வேர் லைக் மெனி ரிசோர்ஸஸ் வேர் நீடெட் ஸோ ஷீ செட் லைக் ஐ கேன் ஸ்டார்ட் வித் தட் ஸோ ஐ ஸ்லோலி ஸ்டார்டட் வித் த ட்ரிப் மேனேஜ்மெண்ட் அண்ட் அண்ட் ஐ த பிஃபோர் மீ இட் வாஸ் டேவிட் டேவிட் பப்பிஷ் ஹி வாஸ் த ஒன் ஹூ ஸ்டார்டட் வித் ட்ரிப் மேனேஜ்மெண்ட் அண்ட் தென் ஹீ கேவ் தட் நாலேஜ் ட்ரான்ஸ்ஃபர் டு மீ and oh, then wait was he a qa or a developer he is a qa he is a qa oh, even now okay. yeah even now he is a qa but I he see. i mean though he is a qa he does like a lot of uh, other stuff he is not like a normal just a testing person because his knowledge is like vast <laughs> i see so that's where you transitioned into trip management web services yeah and then was this also the no, time no no i were... was not into pc mailer web service oh, so, oh sorry management yeah yeah, management. yeah 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 and then was this the time you were thinking about moving to software engineering like um like uh, i mean from the beginning that was always running in my mind so uh, uh, i wanted to but then like uh, i i didn't know like whom to ask and all that because uh, for me this country itself is new right so first i had to adjust with the uh, company adjust with the people uh, adjust, adjust with all the other things like at home and so there were like lot of things happening mm-hmm. um and then um uh i think i got pregnant also like with my daughter okay. so i uh, so that that was also there so there were like multiple things in the beginning and then uh finally like after i moved to trip management then um george was there so george took up and then nirmala left the company then uh, so when george took the responsibility i asked him uh because that time i i thought okay because he deals with both developers and testers so i thought maybe i can ask him so that is when i asked like and then he said um i mean he didn't agree first uh, first of all uh he said uh, why you can uh, do uh, well in qa all that like he, he tried to convince me uh, but then like um, i mean i i was not like super aggressive that i was asking again and again and then making sure it happens so it was i was not like that so i just asked once or twice and then when he said that i also left it and then again but still it was running in my mind though because i wanted to become like because when you are stuck with something you will not be that happy right like with what you are doing so that that's how i was i mean i was i was not, i cannot say i was not happy i was happy because uh, that time shrilata george were all there and they were like so uh, nice to me and it was very good uh, but still like for at the uh, somewhere in my heart i was thinking oh i should have become a developer <laughs> So uh, so your heart wasn't in it anymore. Yeah. Then oh, okay. I I was asking uh, and then uh, slowly Nirjar joined and then uh, I I was still asking George and then he said okay I'm going to put you under Nirjar and you can deal with him directly. Then I said okay and then I asked Nirjar and then it actually happened quickly. So Nirjar was the lead of trip management at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. He okay. was an engineering manager at that time. he was an engineer okay. yeah he's joined as an engineering manager and uh, uh, he was uh, but he was just uh, dealing with trip management and mylon these two oh before we go to your um 
transition. Can you talk about trip management and Mylon briefly? Uh, yeah, that time I was testing both the trip management and Mylon. Uh, so trip management was like more of this uh, 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 this testing, right? Like the Postman, JMeter, and all these kind of testing. So I was doing that. But Mylon was purely manual. So there is no automate, automation there. Slowly, oh no, I actually started automation. Yeah, I started automation. I think I have used uh, Android Studio for automating. Um, I did, uh, I think I did like five, 10% maybe, not 5%, 10% maybe automation there. And then, uh, but after that, like, uh, the, I mean, I think Nirjar or somebody said, like, I don't have to worry about Mylon. I have to just focus on trip management because I cannot do both. That that was like a bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, then uh, some other person, I think, um, uh, I think uh, his name, I don't remember his name. Some intern was joined joined there. So okay. the, that intern was helping with my lawn testing, and I was just, but I was mentoring him, but uh, I was uh, he was doing the testing. Uh, and then he was just an intern. So after that, I think uh, Peter, Peter, I think, I don't know if he's still there in our company. Uh, so he uh, took over my lawn and uh, same, like I was mentoring him and uh, he, I was, uh, he was doing the testing and I was just doing the trip management. And mm-hmm. after him, it was Subhadra. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Who we work with. Yeah. Yeah, so Badra okay. joined, and uh, I think she also joined as an intern first, um, and then uh, she was helping with my lawn testing, and slowly she became a permanent QA tester. I see. Yeah. Cool. And then at the time you were transitioning, trying to become a software engineer, can you talk about that process? Yeah, uh, I was um, asking Nirjar, and then he said, okay, he can evaluate me, uh, so for a few months and uh, see how I am doing and if I am doing good then maybe slowly he can give uh, me more work of uh, development and uh, less work of, of uh, QA so like that it slowly happened and actually my first um, uh, my first development work I did was in Hackathon <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah Hackathon 2019 yeah, Hackathon 2019 was the first development work uh, which I committed my work into production. Nice, congrats. <laughs> Your first <laughs> development work. Yeah. Actually, like uh, that time, uh, George was like also congratulating me for my first development project. Uh, I mean, he came to me personally and then he said, oh, congratulations, your first... I think Nirjar told him that Aparna's first uh, development project is in production and then he became so happy and then he personally came to me and then he told... I mean, personally, in the sense, like in the office, like he came to my desk and then he told me. So I was... Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, very happy (laughs) to see. And yeah, uh, yeah. and even Chris also, like Chris was uh, there uh, that time, right? So he was... Uh, actually, he also helped me, and then he was also like so proud, like, "Oh, Aparna, your first to the development project is in production now." <laughs> oh. the Chris yeah. was uh, our teammate. Yeah, just yeah. for the audience who doesn't know. And then, yeah, tell me more about your transition. So after the hackathon, like, what happened? Yeah, after the hackathon, um, like uh, after the hackathon, I didn't get much of development work. 
I was continuing with the testing. And then uh, the 2020 January, uh, Nirchar started assigning me like very, very small development tasks. Uh, like I think maybe 5% of development, but uh, remaining is on QA. Because I was still a QA and there was nobody else as a QA tester there. And then I think till um, April, it was like that. So like you did like 5% testing, uh, no, 5% development. And yeah, like, not 5% yeah. till April. Uh, slowly it increased, but okay. I was uh, doing more of testing and less of development work. And then, uh, and then uh, Nirjar got convinced that I will be able to handle development work. And then uh, he started giving me more. And uh, that is when we uh, we took Subhadra to trip management. That time she was only into Mylon. So mm-hmm. then uh, we took uh, Subhadra also into trip management. And then um, we started. Uh, and then I, I started getting more of a development then. Did your title change to um, software engineer at the time? Yeah, I think it got changed in... Um, 2020, you know, right? Like it was a pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, that time uh, there was like a frozen thing that nobody titles or anything, no promotions, nothing. Uh, so it took some time. I think uh, my title only got changed. Though it was decided like I think uh, in uh, June or something like that, Nirjar said like he will change my title. But it only happened in September, I think. Yeah. Mm. It only happened okay. in September. How did you find development work? Like, did you struggle in the beginning? How did you, like, adapt to your role? Yeah, starting I was uh, I was uh, struggling, but then, like, uh, uh, Nirjar was so helpful. So he was uh, helping, me, uh, helping me with the task. And along with him, I, I mean, uh, he, I mean, when he gets busy, like, I used to, uh, but, I, I mean, I didn't take, like, so much of help from other people. Um, because I used to spend a lot of time, like, as I said, like, I make mistake and then learn from my mistakes. So that's how I am. So I have uh, done some mistakes and then I used to learn from them and then I used to correct them. So that's how I have learned. But still, like, I cannot say I have done 100% of everything on my own. I still took some help from Nirjar, from uh, Chris, Chris Tanger. And uh, there were there used to be another Chris Chris O. Oh, Chris O. Yeah, I don't, yes. I can't pronounce his last name, but uh, Chris O. That's how we call him, right? So mm. he also used to help me a lot. So these three people helped me. Nice. Thank you to Chris's and your jar. And then let's see. So September, you became an official developer. Like, what kind of stuff were you working on, like, initially? I was just focusing on trip management. Trip that management. Time. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, more involved in trip management. I don't think I... Or maybe here and there I did some concourse work. Mm, but mostly trip management. Yeah, yeah. Mostly trip management. And then, okay, what what did you struggle with specifically? Like switching from QA to software engineering, like the mindset and all no, of that. No, um, yeah, I mean, mindset was like I was already already prepared, right? So uh, that was, mindset was not a big thing for me. And I prepared okay. myself that, yeah, once I uh, get uh, development work, uh, obviously I knew that I should work more harder. 
than how I used to work. So I was already prepared for that. So that was not a big thing. And another thing was uh, because of pandemic, so we used to just stay home. So I used to put a lot of uh, hours uh like after hours like after work hours also i used to work and because uh, until unless i work i will not be able to understand what i am working on so i had to put that extra hours so i was able to learn better and uh, another thing was i was also studying the aws part that Oh, so you're you were planning to take the certification, which yeah. you did, right? Yeah, eventually. yeah, 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 yeah. I did it. So in 2020, I was preparing because uh, that time, like in 2020, before I started studying, I didn't know anything about AWS. Like I didn't even know. Well, I mean, I just knew what AWS is, the expansion. That's it. After that, mm-hmm. like I don't know. I didn't know anything. Like the, I don't know what is ECS, what is ECR, what is DynamoDB. Nothing I knew. So I had to read everything because I never even worked on it, right? So I had no clue what is all that. So mm-hmm. I had to, uh, I took uh, some course, uh, like uh, Udemy course. Um, mm-hmm. I took that, but I mean, I, though I took it, I, I didn't, uh, that was not like so helpful for me. Um, I used to read and then I used to forget also. So, uh, I mean, until unless you practice really, uh, I don't think... Uh, you'll be able to really uh, understand it. Yeah, relate also like to what you're working on. So, yeah, Uh, it was, uh, so I was learning and then uh, I took the exam. Though I took the exam, after I took the exam, I I was not like 100% confident that I will be able to handle the entire project on my own. It was not like that. I took the exam. So at least I got familiar with the terminology what is DynamoDB? I knew. What is ECR? I knew. What is ECS? What is that. S3? I knew. Mm-hmm. So the terminology was like uh, quite familiar. It became familiar for me. And then I would say like uh, maybe at least 20% of knowledge I've gained after the exam. Uh, and uh, after that, like uh, as you work on, I gained more knowledge. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, and then, then I started that, um, uh, what is that project? Uh, replay tool so in uh, 2021 um, hackathon we did that replay tool so uh, and after the hackathon we took that project so I was working on the project with Natalia and uh, I was uh, doing uh, Terraform uh, work for for uh, deploying that project and uh, infrastructure basically right what is Terraform. That? Uh, Terraform infrastructure for people who don't know. Basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terraform is like uh, the infrastructure uh, developing. As code. Yeah. 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 So where we can uh, develop the infrastructure so that like we can do the deployment into AWS. Uh, it's like an automation kind of. So automating the deployment process. Um so, uh, I mean, not the deployment process, automating the uh, creating of infrastructure. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you were working on a lot of Terraform at the time. Yeah, I, I have worked on a lot of Terraform. I have learned a lot. So that is when I think I got so much of knowledge on Terraform. And I, AWS as and well. And AWS right? as well. Yeah, and AWS as well. Because... I remember like when I was doing one uh, configuration service, uh, I still remember that <laughs> that situation. Like I, I didn't know that I had to create Route 53 and the DNS. 
I did all the work. And then uh, I think, no, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, DNS was there because uh, Zach used to take care of it, right? Even now he takes care. Yeah, so he created the DNS. I mean, he asked IT to create DNS and then he took care of it. So DNS was there. And then, uh, like, I uh, deployed the service um, because uh, till pre-prod, I think, uh, Nirjar uh, configured Route 53 and all that. In production, uh, we didn't configure Route 53 because I didn't ask him to. Because mm. I didn't even know that I should do something like that. Okay. okay. Then it went to production and it didn't work. And then I was like thinking, why it is not working? It, it worked until pre-prod. How come it cannot work in prod? I, I didn't know that we had to configure Route 53 that time. Uh-huh. I, I, I had no clue. I said, I don't know what is happening. Then uh, <laughs> then Nirjar checked everything and then he said, oh, we didn't configure Route 53. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it was like, oh God, I missed it. It was not like that. I said, oh. And you didn't know, I right? didn't know. Yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't even know. Oh, there is something like that. <laughs> So, uh, I, I mean, uh, it was like, I didn't even know what I was doing then. Yeah. So, uh, it was, uh, and that time, there was not really uh, process. Like documentation. Documentation also, right? So, I, I didn't even know that we had to do something like that. So, I was just thinking, why it is not working? I don't know why it is not working. <laughs> so. so, you learn a lot by doing. Like, that's yeah. what I'm getting from you. Yeah. And then I guess right now you're known as the master of Terraform. So is it mostly like learning by doing, would you say? Yeah, learning by doing. And uh, uh, as I said, like initially, I mean, if you just do it also, like without even knowing what it is, uh, that won't be that helpful. Uh, uh, For me, um, taking that exam uh, helped me with understanding how it should be. And then as you work, you gain more knowledge on, on of that. So mm. together help me a lot. I cannot mm. just say, okay, don't do anything and just directly work and you will learn everything. It was it would have been more harder. It, maybe yeah. I would have learned, but it would have t- taken some more time for me. But because I have taken that exam, so I was like a bit familiar with the, the structure, like though it was not like 100%, but still some somehow knowledge I gained out of it and then Mm -hmm. when I was working I gained more so as a combination it was helpful Mm -hmm. yeah and then I think you told me off camera like a few weeks ago that you learn best by making mistakes and by struggling can you elaborate more on that yeah uh, I I, I always learn like um, I um, I mean uh, I strongly feel like when you make mistake, you will learn better uh, and you will remember for, remember it forever. You will never forget because uh, when you are making mistakes and when you are struggling, uh, you uh, struggle a lot, right? So you will spend more time on that. So you will, uh, once you get, su- get successful on that, you will never forget it because you already spent so much of time on it. So there is no way you will forget it. So it will be registered in your mind forever. Mm-hmm. So that's how it was for me also. So when mm-hmm. I was uh, when I was doing mistakes, when I was struggling, I struggled a lot. I had to spend a lot of time in understanding what I was making the mistake 
so out of those mistakes i have learned what i shouldn't make uh, going forward and um, i remember it always like i i don't think i will ever forget it mm-hmm. so don't be afraid to make mistakes don't be afraid to make mistake yeah don't be ever afraid to make mistake it's okay to make mistake but the only thing is don't repeat the mistakes this all yeah, the, yeah. there is no point in uh, repeating the mistakes like when you are not even learning anything mm. i see and then like for i guess the next 2 years how did your role evolve um so i started as software engineer one like in 2020 um september so that is when my title so when i joined changed. too yeah yeah <laughs> i think that is when i just my title got changed also and uh, and after that like uh, i Uh, started getting more more and more work and i have actually learned the sequel work i got a, another big project not like a project i got a big task uh, like a, an eight pointer uh, task for me uh, for uh, stop id changes interrupt management so uh, i mean uh, it is it is actually i mean i i can say like it is just adding one more field for the stop but just for that there were so many uh, database changes there were there was so much of code uh, which had to be changed um, there was lot of work i mean that way that's why when i was think when i initially given uh, it's an eight pointer i was thinking oh it is just a stop id i have to add why it's an eight pointer and then i didn't understand like uh, though i think chris uh, t and chris o nirjar they all said it's an eight pointer i couldn't really uh, think of uh, why it was an eight pointer then when i started working i understood oh it's really an eight pointer because so much of work was involved in that and that was also like that gave me a good exposure on the database um on the sequel um because till that time i knew a little bit but not like so much but uh, working on that uh, task gave me a good exposure of uh, database sql mm-hmm. i've learned i've learned a lot from that i see so you accumulated sql knowledge terraform and then of course c sharp which we work on yeah and then you became a engineer too like early yeah. this year yeah then after that how did your role change uh after that like um uh i mean i just uh, continue with what i am doing like i, I mean uh it was i mean i i really didn't uh, feel like okay my role has got changed so now i have to work i mean of course i i'm i, I have to work harder like as your role gets changed but um it was fine like i am never feeling that pressure or uh, any such kind of thing that oh my role got changed so now i am struggling I, it was never mm-hmm. like it was it's like just going with the flow a uh, very gradual gradual yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i mean on, i think only like when you get like sudden change then you will have that pressure oh my god there is so much of change but now it's like gradual right so i i don't really feel anything like pressure and of course like um it depends on uh, the people whom you work with also like if your teammates are really good i think you will be totally fine mm, nice and then recently you became a team lead like 
how did that happen and like how were you feeling at the time um i mean uh, same thing like i'm not really feeling that oh i have become different. a day yeah That's... there is no difference for me like i'm still the same like i don't really feel any change just that like okay uh, there are like uh, some reportees for me now <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah other than that like i really don't really feel anything and i mean uh, though you report like i mean i am not like uh, 100% get uh, dedicating to you right like uh, sitting and uh, telling you what you are supposed because you know what you are supposed to do everything so i don't even have to tell you anything so same with mike also so he's fine like he knows what he's doing like here and there he will have some questions like because when he works on something new then he will have some questions like whether he pro- project he started so he had some questions and then i was just helping him but otherwise like he is fine with what and he knows what he's doing so i mean uh, dealing with uh, some people like you i i don't i will not have any problem I mean, Aww. I can handle even more people if if they are like you. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, I want to talk about like balancing family and work, because you have two kids. You're also working full time. Like, how do you balance the two? Uh, this involves a lot of planning. Um, like, uh, we have to be. fully planned uh, with what you are supposed to do and uh, it has to be fully organized uh, we cannot uh, mess up with anything uh, if oh, you can mess you elaborate up, more yeah so for example like um, i usually wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and um, uh, my son also like usually my husband wakes him up at 6 o'clock so he will he will wake up and then we will have the time okay by 6:30 he the, his milk has to be ready so i'll put his milk by 6:35 his breakfast has to be ready so i'll keep that ready and uh, uh, he has to finish by so and so time because his bus is at 7:10 so in order to catch that 7:10 bus everything has to be pre organized we cannot uh, start thinking at 6:45 what ca- what breakfast i can do now that will mm-hmm. never happen too late yeah, yeah that's too late so and uh, what lunch i have to pack so everything has to be organized so we cannot uh, go to that moment and then start thinking oh what can i do now no that will never happen so it has to be like pre organized and pre well planned uh, so that like okay at 6:45 i have to do this means i have to do that like there is no other choice for me so i will have to do that so there is no excuse because uh, when kids are hungry we cannot say okay uh, for today you don't eat anything and st- <laughs> start because i have other work to do i cannot say that right so i have to go and feed i mean same with you also when you are hungry you can't do anything else you have to go and eat something so yeah and if you have to eat something the food has to be ready who is going to be making that food right so you only have to do it so it it all comes with that like i mean in the weekends like i do a lot of prep work uh like cutting vegetables and all that and of course my husband also helps me with the cooking um because he is a better cook than me uh so uh when there is uh, any special then everybody goes to him i mean everybody looks to him like oh what are you going to make today <laughs> if, if i cook it's like a regular cooking like a normal everyday food like home food style but his food is like some restaurant style so if mm. we want something special we go to him otherwise 
if it is regular food I'll, everyone just comes to me <laughs> mm, so proper time management and planning yeah and then also can you talk about like how you split the household duties with your husband because this is fascinating <laughs> yeah uh, he helps with the cooking and um, uh, the dishes so all that like he takes care and uh, laundry uh, we both like split actually it is not like uh, uh, okay he will do this work i will do this it's not really like that i mean i okay. cannot uh, split like that because sometimes i also do cooking sometimes he does cook sometimes i also do laundry sometimes he does laundry uh, so but uh, most of the time with the kids uh like with their studies i only help them like uh, he doesn't get much involved in that uh so um, because i enjoy that so he leaves it he leaves that to me so i deal with all that uh, oh, academics homework yeah, all that yeah mm-hmm. and um, um like uh, going outside getting groceries and all that he 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 does that one sometimes i also do it's not like all the time he will do it but Uh, most of the time he will do and very less times i go and do it like only when there is an emergency that he will not be able to do it then i just go and do it so mm. yeah it's like just understanding uh, between each other uh, that's it like we don't really uh, like uh, there is no assigned task for him there is no assigned task for me <laughs> we just okay. we just take up the task whatever is available in that big bucket task mm. yeah. so do whatever you can do and whatever you're good at right yeah yeah awesome and then i want to talk about like raising kids like how do you approach like raising kids because i know you're very involved yeah i am actually very much involved in raising the kids and i uh, i i don't take anything lightly i think uh, from my childhood i have been like that like as i said like when i Uh, get into any uh, like uh, competitions or anything when i when i was in the school i used to take it very seriously so even with my kids also when they are taking part in anything i take it very seriously i never take anything light uh, sometimes my husband says that is not a good quality sometimes you should start taking things lightly <laughs> because for everything i just get pressurized Uh, I I just take everything like uh, personally. I, I mean, if anything happens, I just take it to my heart. I think so. Uh, maybe it's not that which is not that uh, great quality in me, but it's uh, just happens. Like it, it, I don't control it. It just happens to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I just take it like very much. I get very much involved in it. Like uh, in everything, whatever uh, kids do, my family do all that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nothing is light everything is very serious so <laughs> when they are doing something they have to do it very seriously uh, so uh, can I, you talk more about that like helping with homework because i know like you you're yeah. very involved academically and things like that yeah so uh, they have like my son is in 6th grade now right so he um, he gets like lot of homework and all that so uh though he does his homework i still go and check in his google classroom every single day to make sure he is not missing out anything <laughs> i mean my husband laughs sometimes like why do you do that <laughs> like i mean i i never skip it even if i am not able to i tell him i am not able to do it today like the other day i think uh, last uh, thursday i was feeling so sleepy i i couldn't um, 
stay uh, after some time like i was very sleepy i was uh, very tired kind of so i told my husband today i am not able to check his google classroom so you have to check it i said then he was like why do you have to check it it's okay one day if you don't check i said no 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 we cannot do that you have to check it i mean i was like don't take everything so uh, pressurized kind of it's okay sometimes he said i said no 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 you have to check it please check it otherwise i'll not be able to sleep peacefully <laughs> and then he ended up checking it so yeah i, I take everything very seriously that's it Oh, and then you also told me you make additional homework problems for your kids, right? Because yeah. they don't get homework from yeah. school. No, no, they get homework. Like my oh, son, okay. my son gets homework, uh, but still, on top of it, I also give some homework to him so that, like, he he gets into that uh, thing. Like he'll uh, okay after this one, I have to do this. Like it's like a routine for him. So I make sure like he follows that routine every day. I mean, not just that, right? Like I have like so many routines for him, which he is supposed to follow like every day. Um, oh, can you talk about that? Like the routines. <clears throat> so, morning, like after he gets ready and all that, like I tell him, like at least five minutes, he has to uh, stand in front of the God and do some prayers. So mm-hmm. I tell him, like it's good to start your day like that. Otherwise. I mean, it's okay if you don't do it, but it is good to start like that because I do it. I start my day like that, so I say that's a good practice, and it will give some a peace of mind. Like five minutes standing in front of God, uh, say say chanting some shloka, so it will have some positive energy in you. So that's what I say to him. So uh, I mean, though he understands or he does he don't understand, at least I want to get him into that routine so that like. it will be like a daily habit for him and eventually he can understand what is the positive energy he is gaining out of it he may not understand today but later like when he grows up he will be able to understand so i tell the same thing to my daughter as well she is only for like 5 year old but still i tell her okay after you are done with your bath you have to go and they take bath like every day in the morning for sure there is no excuse there even mm-hmm. if it is snowing or whatever the temperature is outside doesn't matter they will take bath every day in the morning i mean all four of us we take bath yeah. in the morning so there is no skip there is no excuse nothing like that so uh, these are certain things like and then he tells me in my school i am the only one who takes bath in the morning <laughs> i said it's okay <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> take bath in the morning it's a good thing which you are doing so be proud of yourself i say <laughs> so yeah Uh, these kind of things like i just want them to get into that habit so that like they will do it like even if they go to college or even if they go somewhere outside and if i am not there i don't want okay amma is not there so i can do whatever i want i don't want them to feel like that so whether i am there whether i am not there they should still continue with what they are doing so that is what i look up to mm-hmm. with my kids so Yeah so developing good habits being yeah. disciplined working hard Yeah but what do you hope for your kids Um I I just hope good <laughs> what else <laughs> Yeah I I mean they are not that bad so they don't really uh, argue and all that so they just listen uh, to me so I mean sometimes they argue and then I also argue and uh, at the end of the day they listen to me so that's uh, awesome yeah yeah that's that's great um and then 
as we wrap up, I want to talk about like sort of reflection across your entire career. So what has made you happy all this time? So you did QA, you moved to different companies, and then now you're a software developer. Like what makes you happy? Uh, <clears throat> the happiness, what I, I mean, I enjoy software development uh, more than anything. Uh, mm. I enjoy developing code. Uh, is I mean, that is where my passion is, I feel. Uh, I really enjoy that, like that uh, designing something and then working on it, developing, and then when it goes to production, like when my code goes to production, I feel like so proud. Oh, yeah, my code is in production. So I feel very happy about it. So that is where my real passion is. Uh, I really enjoy doing that. So, I mean, it doesn't matter what the domain is, um, but uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is, and another thing, like, I mean, I couldn't, uh, pursue in my career uh, like uh, when I was in my engineering and all that like I was um, my dad was working for ISRO so I was very much fascinated about that rockets and all that so mm. even now I like that space technology uh, awesome. I, I, I watch a lot of uh, videos and all that about it and uh, slowly my kids also developed that uh, interest so they uh, I mean, so like uh, my son watches something like uh, Cars Kazan. That's what he says. Um, uh, I mean, it has everything, but he watches more of this uh, space-related uh, videos and all that in that. So whenever the Cars Kazan uploads, uh, I don't know if I'm sp spelling it right or not about that channel. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so whenever they upload some uh, new video, he says, Amma Karskasan uploaded a new video. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. And then he makes sure he watches it. Uh, so he developed that interest. So I'm very happy about it because uh, anyways, like I'm in, not into that domain, though I wanted to. Uh, at least if uh, my kids are in that, like I'll be very happy. Mm, awesome. And then would you say that passion is necessary for a career? Yeah, passion is necessary. I mean, um, passion is that is where your happiness is right like so uh, when you have some passion and if you are able to achieve it you will uh, have that happiness and uh, you will be very happy that's what i think mm. and then what what does success mean to you and do you think that you've been successful in your career yeah success uh, for me success is like uh, do whatever makes you happy and if you are doing it and if you are making uh, if that is making you happy and if you are happy, if you are feeling that, okay, this is what I want to achieve, yeah, you're successful. That's it. Oh, very simple. <laughs> and then um, they say work hard, get lucky. What percentage of your success do you attribute to hard work versus luck in your career? 90% of hard work and 10% of luck. So uh, if there where is did no the luck hard... come from? If there is no hard work, uh, I mean, luck comes from the hard work only. Like if you are, if you are really hardworking and if you are really dedicated and um, uh, uh, taking that responsibility, obviously luck also comes to you. Mm. So hard work creates luck. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, uh, then... they, I see some people like there is like the, those there is some hard work like it doesn't work out really well uh, i mean uh, there are like some exceptions like that but mostly i would say like when you are really hard working and when you are really dedicated 
luck comes automatically. Mm, that's awesome. And then you've switched companies several times, and then you've also switched to a different career. Um, when, I guess for you, what do you think about when you switch to different companies? Like when, when's a good time to switch? When the market is good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then also, I guess you said you were, you wanted something new. So like new experiences, correct? Yeah. Okay. And then when's a good time to switch to a different career? Like, what do you think about, what's your thought process? Uh, different career, uh, I would say, like, um, you should switch your career. Like, if you, if you, only if you are really not happy with your current career, like, when mm-hmm. you're feeling like, okay, you're missing out something, or uh, when you think, like, okay, whatever the capabilities you have, you're not uh, using them efficiently, um, because you can do so much, but you are only doing little bit. So that doesn't give you that happiness, right? So then you should, okay, maybe I should switch my career so that I can efficiently use all my capabilities and all my strengths. So that is when you should really think of changing the career. <clears throat> Otherwise, you shouldn't. Mm, so capabilities, strengths, and happiness. Yeah. All of these three. Awesome. And then what... What advice do you have for young girls who want to be software engineers? Um, uh, Software engineering is something really cool. And uh, uh, like you will, I mean, as I said, like when you see your code running in some production and when some users are using it, you can proudly say, yeah, I only developed that. So I mean, that gives you some satisfaction, right? So uh, like uh, for young girls, if they're really looking up to that, like I will definitely say, yeah, you should go ahead with it. Awesome. And then what advice do you have for young people who are lost trying to navigate their college major or their career or maybe they hate their job? Like what advice do you have? Um, uh, yeah, like uh, if they... If they are not happy uh, at the, I mean, every day they should have, they should, I mean, maybe some days there will be some exceptional cases like where you are struggling with something and when you are not able to, then you will uh, just postpone to the other day. So that is fine. Like, but still, at, at least like you, if you are able to get that happiness at the end of the day, then um, you are fine. But otherwise, you should uh, really think of, uh, searching like where you can get that happiness and uh, uh, so that like you will be more successful there instead of just uh, sitting and uh, thinking oh I'm not able to do it yeah if you are not able to do then just choose where you can do better just don't stick to it and then be upset with it <clears throat> so it's better to switch rather than regret it yeah and then find what makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. So that like awesome. you can be more successful. And mm. uh, we want, we all want to be successful, right? Nobody wants, uh, oh, I had a very bad career. No, we don't want like that. Like when we become old, we want to say, yeah, I had a very good career. And we, we should be able to proudly say whatever you have achieved. So that will that you can do it only when you are uh, really successful in what you are doing. So, and uh, when, when you want to be successful, you should be 
you should be happy and you should be able to use your strengths capabilities and all that so it's all like interrelated yeah and then have you ever had an instance where like one of your team members wanted to switch to a different role or a different company and how did you support them um or uh, if someone were to tell you oh i want to switch or what would you yeah say to them i, I strongly encourage if anybody wants to switch because when they get that idea when they get that thought of uh, switching they that itself shows okay maybe they are missing out something here and they are looking up for uh, something there so that is when it happens right otherwise they will not even okay now i am here i will never even think of uh, moving to some uh, product side or anything because i am fine with what i am doing so i don't even get that idea of uh, switching so if somebody is uh, uh, asking that means like they have something which is um, which they are not happy with their current thing so that is the reason why they are looking up there so when they are looking up i strongly encourage you better go there so that like you will be more happy and successful there so i always so encourage mo- i always encourage mm. i i never i mean some people take some bad decisions uh, uh, because of some various reasons but um, if they i mean then we shouldn't really encourage but if you are if you are really clear with what you have what you want to do and what you want to achieve uh, i mean we can talk to them uh, and uh, see if they are really clear because we cannot just jump into i mean some people uh, jump into conclusion uh because of some bad incident right uh, mm-hmm. okay some bad incident happened oh i don't want to stay here i will i want to move somewhere no because because of some bad incident you cannot take decision when you are uh, taking decision we should have some peace of mind and uh, think twice before you take action and if they are clear with what they want uh, we should strongly encourage we should uh, not stop them mm-hmm. this is interesting like when you said when they have the thought of oh i want to switch then it's probably like something you should take seriously yeah i see and then my last question what matters most to you and why now uh, for me uh my family matters a lot to me and uh, my family's happiness my happiness Mm-hmm. Um yeah. How oh, would you say it's the same in your career like you value happiness? Um yeah, uh, in my career like now I mean so far I I really didn't have any uh, bad experiences which I regret. Uh so so far my career wise like um touchwood like so far all my mentors were good and all my work was good so um it was all like uh, good to me so i never really had any bad experiences that i regret or uh, feel bad about it so oh, so far so good yeah and then oh actually last question what's next for you like what do you want to achieve long term um i want to uh, uh, my long term goal is like um i want to be like a Uh, like an engineering manager or something like that oh so like coding and people management at the same time yeah nice well good luck i wish you all the best and thank you so much for being here yeah thank you so much for having me yeah it thank you it was a nice interaction and it was a nice chat actually 
Yeah, I enjoyed this too. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Really, I mean, it, I was able to uh, free, freely talk what I. Uh, I mean, you will not get people <laughs> so freely available, right? So, uh, to talk like even if you want to talk, there won't be anybody to talk with. So, I'm so glad you have me. You had me here. Yeah.